This is a podcast about two sisters raised in an effed up family. My name is Christine. I am Jesse's older sister. I was raised by a gaslighting, manipulative mother who raised me to believe people either rejected you or weren't rejecting you. My father was a crazy, racist, vulgar alcoholic who was in and out of my life. And my name is Jesse. I'm Christine's little sister. I was raised solely by the crazy, racist father who raised me to believe I had to earn or buy someone's love. Hello to all of our family burrito listeners out there whose father thought men who were dumb had little dicks. Welcome back to the Family Burrito, episode 30. My name is Christine. My sister Jesse and I created this podcast as a way to heal our dumb guy little dick father wounds. Jesse Effenlu. <laughs> that was that was a funny intro. Yeah, we're gonna heal our little dick father wounds. <laughs> I mean, I have theories. <laughs> <laughs> let's bring him and let's hear him. What are your theories? <laughs> But, um, like he never could keep a female. Yeah, that's probably true. But was it because of a a dick thing or because of his personality thing? I think if he could have laid down better dick, they would have stayed longer. Mm, yeah, he would have to go all the way to Russia. <laughs> to you know get how the... us bitches are. We're like, yeah, but the dick's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why we stay. <laughs> As our voices get all high pitched. <laughs> That's why we say, oh, Lord have mercy on my soul. Um, but anyways, <laughs> how are things going with you? Um, good. Really good. I'm just, well, it's Memorial Day. Yeah, you walked so, from school today? Yeah, no school. And it's almost June. So like, mm. you know, summertime. And your birthday's coming up. Oh, yeah. And my birthday's coming up. Yep. How many more days to your birthday? Um, I guess 11. Ah, yeah, because tomorrow's the last day of May, right? Yep, so yeah, I'm just I don't even like it, and it's on a Friday too. Oh, yeah, so I don't got I don't got shit to do on my birthday, I don't have to go to school. Nice, anything, yeah, yeah. Like, and so you're a Gemini, and they say Geminis are twins. Like, do you feel like you have? twin personalities um i feel like i can switch at a drop of a hat Uh (laughs) remember that flight we had in laguardia at the laguardia airport from Uh dfw yep yeah you know like i love telling that story though because people are like i'm like this is how to paint a picture of how crazy i am (laughs) yeah in two (laughs) points two seconds so we were on, was it our first trip to New York? That was our first trip to New York, yeah, New York right? Together, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I had been already, I believe. Right. Yeah, I had been already. And it was you, me, and Sophia. And I don't know, how old was she at the time? Seven or eight or something? Yeah, little. She was small. Yeah, she was small. And she had never been to New York, I believe. She'd been on a, a plane ride. She'd already, girl, she'd already been to the Bahamas and stuff, but... Um, we were going to see my friend Anthony. You were going to be able to meet him in person, and or had you already met him? I can't remember. I've already met him, but he was in Texas. Gotcha. And um, so we went there, and we were flying. Should be an easy breezy flight. And Sophia was kicking, um, you know, like a little kid kicking the 
seat in front of her and, you know, tell her to stop. And then, you know, she was antsy. I mean, who knows? And then the lady that she was kicking the seat kept like turning around, giving super dirty looks. Um, to a seven-year-old. Yeah. To a seven-year-old was giving dirty looks to a seven-year-old. And, and her feet can't touch the ground. Like she was yeah. trying. Yeah. Her, yeah. Her feet were you know, long or anything. They were just yeah, she was short. She's a short, short. <laughs> yeah. yeah, short stack. <laughs> but um, so she, you know, it wasn't like constant, but I guess the lady was really irritated by it. But anyways, so I don't remember. I just remember the plane landed and that's when all hell broke loose. Jesse, you want to finish the story? So Sophia was like, I'm ready to get off this plane, right? Because she was antsy. And, um, you know, I, I was like, well, you have to wait for the people in front of us to get off and then we can go, you know? And she was like, well, I don't want to wait for the other people. And I was like, well, um, if we, uh, I was like, but I, I said something along the lines, like, um, well, I'll just wait here. We'll just wait here until everybody's off the plane then. And she was like, oh, <laughs> like she was like, cause you, you know, she was seven, like yeah. trying to teach us her manners. Right. Right. So, um, anyway, uh, this lady behind us starts going in front of us and I was like, well, that defeats the whole like purpose of trying to teach Sophia something like, gosh, people in there like just need more manners. Right. And it, and it triggered me (laughs) because, because the person behind was cutting, right. Right. That. And also I'm just like, it's also showing Sophia that I was wrong. Hmm. And I was like, bitch. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I guess some people don't know the rules to Sophia. Is that something, like, something along those lines, you know, it was a while ago. And, um, and she kind of just looked at me like Sophia did. And then that lady heard me say that. The lady and that I, was, that Sophia's was sitting in that seat that Sophia was kicking. And yes, behind her. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. So. And she was like, well, you need to teach her, uh, her manners. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, sorry, I burped. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was like, uh, I don't remember exactly what I said to that lady, but I was like, um, she's seven, dude. She can't even touch the ground. I think that's what I said. Cause that's like my defense for her at that time. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck do you expect? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've all been on on plane rides in economy, unless you're a freaking like millionaire. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, they suck. And at so, this point, I'm sliding down in my seat, trying to hide. <laughs> and then also, this lady has her seat all the way back the entire time. Oh, that's right. That's right. She, she didn't get all the way back. A freaking chance in fuckery. Yeah, like, exactly. It, anyway, and I was trying to say this to that lady. I was like, dude, you had your seat all the way back. Sophia is really short. And then that lady that I popped off about being in, like cutting in front, she chimed in and said something uh, like, she just has a big mouth. Don't pay attention to her. And I was like, uh, yeah, I do have a big mouth. And uh, I, forgot, I forgot exactly what I said, but I ended up getting angry. And man, I really wish we had a script for what I said. Well, then the lady that really set you off, the one that really set you off was the lady that called Sophia a brat. Yeah. That's when, so I could say, yeah. So the one lady that cut in front of you was kind of starting to walk. And then the brat, the lady that called Sophia brat, who Sophia was kicking her seat, started to walk. And then you were like chasing them. (laughs) You were chasing them and like 
saying, you know, I'm from Westside, Fort Worth, you know, because then it was like, you know, a New York versus Texas thing. Because she was, oh yeah, because that lady, I remember, yeah, because that lady was like, obviously, the lady that cut in front of us, she was like, obviously, you've never met somebody from New York City. And I was like, obviously, you've never met somebody from the Westside of Fort Worth. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald is literally where we're from, bitch. Like, how crazy <laughs> do you think we can get? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, and again, I'm just sliding in my seat. Just yeah. like, just like, make it all go away. Make it all go away. <laughs> but I love the flight attendant at the end. He smiled and, like, winked at me and was like, hell yeah. Like, he was, like, yeah. Yeah. happy about it. Like, he's from the West Side, too, you know? Like, yeah, hell yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Guns blazing. <laughs> finger guns blazing yeah that was um I've just it was like one of those moments where like if somebody was videoing this it would have gone viral oh I don't know why nobody did because that shit was hilarious yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was um, hilarious I guess is a great word but now looking back on it I mean I, I actually still cringe I go oh god you know because I mean I don't know it's like when you're a parent and your kid is doing something and it's not their fault. I mean, you try to make them stop, but they can't, you know, they just can't. And it's, or like when the ba- a baby is crying on a plane, like, do you think a parent that has a baby on a plane that's crying wants that baby to cry? Like that's their, that's our worst nightmare when your kid is like melting down in a restaurant, you know, melting down on an airplane, melting down on the air in an airport. Like that is our worst fear. And when it happens, you feel so out of control because you just want, first of all, when a kid cries or screams, <coughs> excuse me, um, it feels like it's forever when really it's like maybe 30 seconds or a minute, you know, or two. Right. But, you know, it feels like it's forever. I mean, I just, it, you feel so out of control. I'm so happy that Sophia's not, you know, she's 12 now and not in that stage, but you know, it is it's such an out of control feeling. I know other parents feel the same way. And, you know, there's two people in this world, you know, I feel like that people that either sympathize, there are other parents that sympathize and go, God, I, I know how they feel. This sucks when your kid is crying. And other people that don't have kids and they just want them to shut up and, and feel like the parents just need to shut the kid up. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, dad used to bitch about um, kids on airplanes all the time. And he had kids. He's yeah. like, their ears need to be popped. He's like, give them water so their ears are popped. He's mm-hmm. like, these people are dumbasses because they have little dicks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but the, I don't know, the really funny thing is, to me, is like, nowadays they make noise-canceling headphones. Yeah. You're like, really that concerned about it? I mean, I know they're kind of expensive, but I mean, they're 300 bucks. Just go. I mean, if you're that inconvenienced by a baby. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the way they communicate. They don't have any other way to communicate but crying, you know. Or also don't put your seat all the way back. Right, 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 right. And you know, I, mean, I remember I mean, this one lady, she had her seat all the way back and she put she had longest hair and she put her food in like her hair in my face. Oh. Oh my god. Girl see, there are times when I should freak out, but I don't. <laughs> and then I blow up. <laughs> that's so funny you're like you never know it's like a time off. I'll never yeah. forget when Shane and I uh, flew to Hawaii and you know we were excited because you know we both had never been to Hawaii and we we're meeting a friend some friends there that had like a condo and blah 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 but we were excited because we were like we had never like had like a full meal on a plane you know so 
they like serve a salad and they had those like cherry tomatoes girl he like bit into one and it squirted to the people in front of him like all over them like it was like that just happened <laughs> that's hilarious though like if i was the person in front i would have laughed like what yeah 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 it's funny we he and i have seen some really funny weird stuff like that like one time we were at a mavericks game and we were kind of we weren't in the nosebleeds but we were like in the first section but in the back and like there was this long like handrail and we're sitting down we're watching the game and we you know there was like this father and son kind of in front of us down a bit and this real drunk guy (laughs) he comes walking up from I guess getting a beer and he decides to put that beer down on the handrail girl that thing slid all the way down and like splashed in the back of this father and son oh my god yeah would you freak out if that had happened to you I mean, if it was an accident, an accident, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> some things just are are just funny because, like, that's just you're paying some kind of karmic debt. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's just the universe. To like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're a jackass, and this is payback. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like when the other day I was driving and I was thinking about my man, and I was thinking about. Um, Sorry, this is TMI speaking of squirting, but I was thinking about that, and then all of a sudden, like water squirted on my windshield. That I was like, "Is that the? Is that a joke from the universe? Like, ha ha ha! You were thinking about squirting, and here you go, gonna get squirted on oh, the windshield." Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, "Okay, universe got jokes." But um, no, it's you know you were talking about like crying and stuff. It's interesting you say that because the other day I don't know why this memory just came up but I remember like I was living we were living with dad this was when I was in high school you know my last year in high school I don't know how old you were like maybe three four and you had a really bad ear infection and your ears were hurting and I remember sitting in the den and dad was watching tv in that recliner and I was sitting in another seat or something and um you were on the ground like crying and all he did was like yell at you to stop crying and I remember like being in freeze mode you know there's like different trauma responses and I remember being in freeze mode because I felt so helpless because you obviously were in pain and needed to go to the doctor and he was just like telling you to shut up stop crying and you just kept getting louder and louder and louder. And, you know, I, I remember saying something like, I, cause at some point I was like, I couldn't take it. Cause it was just so painful to watch you in pain. And I was like, why don't you call grandma? And he was like, you know, didn't want to, but he ended up calling grandma and then ended up taking me to the doctor. Um, you know, I just, it's just so crazy how like, how some of our needs weren't meant, you know, like when we were children, you know, just something simple like that. Like when I was, I mean, the reason I have hard of hearing is because I had so many earaches as a baby. I don't know if, you know, my mom just didn't take me to the doctor or, you know, there, I just was just one of those kids that had a lot of, just so, um, you know, it's like, I don't know, like, you know, they, there's that book called the body keeps score and, you know, there, we have trauma in our body, like, you know, hold on to it. And we may not always remember it. Like, do you remember that when you had an earache and being in pain and all that? Do you remember that at all? Not at all. No. Yeah. 
Um, I just, I just always knew that dad was not capable of actually raising a fucking human. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. How, but, how old were you when you moved in with grandma Lou? It was shortly after I started school. So. Like kindergarten? First grade. Yeah. First grade. Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember like moving in with her and stuff? And like, did they explain why? And like, what was the deal? Yeah. Well, it was because like, I came home and said, I hated white people according to dad, but I Uh, knew the truth. Yeah. I was like, that's bigger than that, dude. Right. And, um, you know, kids are smart. Right. I'm not a genius and I figured it out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, then grandma Lou just, she, she kind of like saved the day. Mm hmm. And, you know, it's so funny because her sons, Roy and Mac, fucking hate her. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm just like, why? Like, I don't understand why they hate her so much. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> you know, she ruined their lives. <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, we were talking about on one episode how you were talking about how she wouldn't let you talk to her mother. And as something came to me later about that because, you know, one of Grandma Lou's main issues, why she was the way she was, was because she was abandoned by her mother and her father You know, it was during um, the depression and they left her and her sister for several years to go to California and raised by people, you know, who if they knew or didn't know and who knows what happened during that time. Um, I remember asking dad about this before, like right before he died, I was like, what was Grandma Lou's deal? Why was she so unhappy? And he said, because she always felt abandoned by her mother and what I find interesting is how your, it was almost your setup, your, it was like the same cycle, you know, but actually your cycle to me in my eyes could have been prevented um, by, I mean, why would your, why would grandma Lou be so angry with your mother sending you a letter, you know, in different colors. How cute is that? Like that really is cute. Maybe it's right. Like, yeah. And, and maybe it's seemed... she is adorable like that. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe maybe it was immature or whatever, but it almost felt like later on thinking about that, I was like, she was jealous. Oh yeah. And I mean she just set me up to not like my mom. That's yeah. Yeah. She was that's all it was. But um if anybody like ever has like abandonment issues or whatever, one, you know, go to therapy because <laughs> yeah. damn, that's hard. Mm-hmm. But also, um, I know that everybody's intentions, they thought that they were good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my mom could have fought harder. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. There's a lot of should could have would have. Right. Right. And, um, she, my mom also left another daughter, Sierra. Yeah. Like I wasn't the only one. Right. So how good of a person was my mom in her early twenties? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, probably not that great of a person. Right. <laughs> Have you ever talked to your mom about all that? Uh, oh, how she left or just. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she says that she fought for me, but uh, again, she denies the papers I have are true. And I'm like, but these are like court documents. Yeah. I can't like, these are old too. Computers yeah. Didn't really exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. It's like similar to my, like, you know, being raised by my mother and of course our father and grandmother, not that I was raised by our grandmother, but it's like all these adults who are supposed to write no better, the people that are like providing you food and shelter are just fucking lying. Like, 
it's like it's so strange to me like like with Sophia like I mean she knew when Shane and I were not doing well and you know when I told her you know um I, I was not gonna lie I mean it's very obvious like children again they model your behavior not your words they can they will see what is going on and if you're saying something that's not matching your behavior they're not going to believe you and they're not going to trust you and and it's hard for them also to debate what's going on because you, the, these people are providing you food and shelter you know and so how dare you argue with those people you know right no and that's the thing a lot of people have had shitty fucking childhoods Mm-hmm. That I know, and I'm like, damn. Well, I didn't mm-hmm. have it that bad. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too is I used to do that whole comparison thing, but pain is pain, right? Like it's just all shitty all around. Like, oh yeah, we're on know. the same boat together, right? Sure. It's more or less the fact that I oh, is it like a comfort thing to know that like, oh, well, my parent was at least that shitty. <laughs> well, what it is is actually judgment. Is we it's like this unconscious judgment. Oh they have it way off worse than I do, you know? And I mean, I look at like my aunt and my mom, like they, like, if you look, if you could, you could say my aunt had it worse, uh, you know, growing up because of her, the sexual abuse, you know, to fight back, you know, but if you look at them and compare them, like you look at them now, like who has overcome the most adversity, like who has done the most with their life, who has, come out of that with wings and beauty and just so much inspiration I mean definitely my aunt and my mom is stuck in that whole victim mentality and has no depth to her she's just so superficial and narcissistic and and you know narcissism like that comes from being abandoned you know that just comes from being abandoned they didn't have their needs met you know I mean it's not okay for them to treat you the way they treat you but that's where that comes from, you know, um, it's just those abandonment wounds and, you know, it, how abandonment could just, and abandonment looks different for, is different. Like you could have a, a parent that worked 12 hours a day, you know, like all day, all night, they were working to put food on the table, but they weren't there. That's abandonment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could have someone who like emotionally, wasn't there didn't know how to like my friend Anthony's mom like all his mom knows how to do is just throw money at a problem like he and I talked to the the other day because I had this HIV patient and I wanted to ask him you know my best way to like approach you know this particular person because they thought they were going to die and because you know Anthony overcame and he's undetectable now you know and so we were talking about his mother And, you know, she was in town or something and she was about to leave and he wasn't going to see her for a couple of weeks. And he was like, okay, well, I'm going to come by and give you a hug. And she goes, what for? I'm going to see you in two weeks. Like that's abandonment. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh gosh. It makes me sad because I know other people that's parents are like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so funny because we, because his mom is like very good with money and, she, you know, has property and I mean, she's just made tons of money doing all kinds of things, you know, real estate and thing, investments. And, you know, I, I said, what, what, so she thinks ma- that she can treat people like shit because she pays for their, well, property. it's not necessarily that she just doesn't know how to love. Like she just like, like Anthony was told me like when he was a kid, you know, when he would be upset, she would take him to the toy store. <laughs> 
that's rich people right and that creates entitlement you know and I'm really happy that Anthony doesn't have that particular issue but you know but you know we were like joke I was joking I was like what can't your mother do because he was talking about like all these rental properties and stuff that she had and, I was like, and then I was like well show you love I guess and we were like ha 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 you know that's why like, I freaking like our cousin Kent though because mm-hmm. he didn't like I mean like he has drama with his kids like I don't know all like everybody has drama with their kids you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like um but when they were getting raised you know at a young age even though he might have had the means to like throw money at the problem he always talked to them yeah and hung yeah. out with them and did shit with them and you know what i mean like showed up to their ball games and whatever, yeah. whatever they had you know yeah. it's just i'm like that's a true like he's such a good person yeah and yeah he's a really good person he is it's despite like when he was when our aunt was pregnant with him there was a whole scandal with that you know there was a whole <laughs> scandal behind that we won't mention on here but anyways um, <laughs> there's always some juicy topics that like, I, know. Like, the fuck? <laughs> I know i know i know i swear we could do like i was joking with my friend mike i was like you know i could totally do like a netflix original netflix series on my family and he was laughing and I was like he's like original Netflix I was like yeah OG man we can have like some Dr. Dre intro music as our (laughs) you know intro to this family drama stuff you know or just a lifetime movie I think yeah and we'll we'll start off with you and screaming on the plane (laughs) yeah if Netflix doesn't take it lifetime will yeah 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 i mean that could be like your own little series like <laughs> jesse's meltdowns i love it <laughs> yeah they're great though they're awesome entertainment yeah mine would be boring because all i would be doing is freezing <laughs> i would just trauma freeze you know like oh, i don't want to call i hate confrontation oh you know well, usually the thing yeah and that's the thing like for some reason that's one thing that dad did teach me to do just yell at people yeah, that's how well, he communicated. Did he teach you to yell at dumb men with little dicks? Oh yeah, especially men with little dicks. Give me your money, bitch. <laughs> well, Jesse, that's all I know, baby girl. I love you. I love you too. Talk to you later. Bye. Right, bye. <laughs>